You are listening to Available Light. I am Lars Menzel. I could say that I started this episode because Tina Mudati was many things at once. An actress, a photographer, a spy. I could say that I was drawn to her minimalist work or to her time in Mexico. But none of that will be true because I got interested in Tina Mudati because of the look in her eyes. The look was captured in 1921 by Edward Weston, an American photographer. It's a black and white picture, but it has a nice sepia tint to it. Let me describe it for you. On the photo, Tina stands before a wall, slightly out of focus. She has her hand on her neck, holding up the collar of a trench coat. And while the left side of the picture is rather dark, the right side shows her face. Tina looks right at the camera with a mixture of disinterest, aloofness, and seduction, maybe? As hard as it is to describe, it's even harder to forget. Recently, I heard about the concept of anterior future. The idea is that photos are particularly powerful if they show something that's about to happen, when the capture foreshadows an event we know will take place. The portrait of Tina Modati is a pretty innocent one. There's no imminent danger visible, but we do have the benefit of hindsight. Tina's portrait was taken in the United States in 1921. Eight years before, she had arrived by boat from her native Italy, started working as a seamstress, and eventually began acting in a few silent movies. When the picture was taken, Tina was living in Los Angeles with her husband, a Canadian poet and painter. But her life was already in upheaval because Edward Weston, the photographer of the portrait, had just become her lover. So, the photo was snapped right before Tina's life changed dramatically. We know this now, and that's what makes the picture so powerful. It was taken before Tina's husband went to Mexico, and she followed him, only to discover that he had died of smallpox just two days before her arrival. The photo was taken before the newly widowed Tina and her lover Edward Weston established themselves in Mexico, before they started hanging out with the artists and expatriates of the hour. She befriended Frida Kahlo and posed for Diego Rivera, appearing in some of his murals. She even met the exiled Russian revolutionary Leon Trotsky. The 1921 portrait captures her before she started taking pictures herself, before she began documenting post-revolutionary Mexico, a country she described as being full of light. In their biography, the Museum of Modern Art describes her photos like this, and I quote, Tina Modati's photographs blend formal rigor with social awareness. Her first pictures were studies of light and form, but later she included workers and peasants, mothers and children. Her photos began reflecting the social injustices that she found in Mexico, and increasingly her political leanings, because Tina Modati ended up joining the Communist Party, worked there as a photographer for its newspaper. She split with Edward Weston, who moved back to America, and instead, she began going out with a young Cuban revolutionary who was assassinated just a few months after they had met. So, maybe hindsight tinges our perception, because when I look at Tina's portrait from 1921, I now see curiosity as well as sadness. Sadness about a future she couldn't possibly have known. But. The look in her eyes also shows resilience. She was not one to give up, 
And so when they expelled her from Mexico because of her communist leanings, when they took away the life she had made for herself, she didn't give up. Tina moved to Berlin, then Moscow, working for the Third International to further the communist cause that she believed in. She stopped taking pictures sometime around 1931, and we don't know why exactly, only that she seems to have wrestled with its role in what she called the social production. Maybe she had doubts that her photos were serving the political goals she was fighting for at all, or maybe she was simply too busy because she worked briefly as a spy in Poland and fell in love with a fellow Italian revolutionary who, as rumor has it, might have been involved in the murder of her Cuban partner back in Mexico. The story really grows a bit hazy here. What's certain is that Tina made it back to Mexico under a false name that she had adopted in Spain where she volunteered for the international brigades in the fight against Franco's fascism. We also know that she died in Mexico when she was just 46 years old. Her heart failed while she was riding a taxi. It was 1942, the Second World War was raging, and it was just 21 years after the shutter clicked to take that portrait of hers. As you have heard, it seems as though Tina Modati experienced the tragedies and upheavals of many lifetimes in those 21 years, between the photo and her death. But let's just imagine that there was also some joy in it. Let's imagine that her portrait, partly dark and partly bright, captured the nuances of a life that she was about to lead. And let's be a little melancholic about this unlikely photographer, who outgrew not just her portrait, but also photography itself. Descansa dulcemente, hermana. 